0: Everybody, welcome to episode 282 of the Bite Me podcast. I am joined by Hans today, and nobody else because Colby's on vacation and Dylan is in a meeting. But Dylan might be here later. Say hey, Hans. Woo! Yeah, there you go. The Cliff and Hans show. We're gonna have a good old time. We're gonna talk about some. We actually have a lot of news. Like there's a lot of news, and actually quite a few questions, and a lot of free stuff. So this is gonna be it's gonna be a day. And two two things in Troll Corner. So. Hold on, buckle up. We gotta. We're gonna talk for a while. Uh, let's see. Embracer Group, a company you probably have. Well, I mean, I guess depending on how in the know you are, you may have heard of. But like, you'd be shocked at how many companies these guys own. And now they own three more, I guess. Uh, we're also going to talk about who Embracer Group is because they own a bunch of cool stuff now and a lot of cool stuff you may not know about. Uh, Dead Cells is getting accessibility features, so if you have not been able to beat Dead Cells yet, maybe now is the time. Uh, the Quarry, we talked about this, uh, oh, I'm going to say two or three episodes ago. It's the new like horror game that you can just watch as a movie if you don't want to play as a video game, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Hans says, no, I say, why not? Uh, apparently it has 186 different endings, though, and I think that's... Just ridiculous. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, I I am a firm believer that you're going to start seeing a bunch of games come out for the PlayStation Five, listed at thirty four dollars. We'll talk about that. Um, the new anti cheat in Modern Warfare Two is really funny, but I'm not I'm not sure if anti cheating should be funny. I I'm, I'm not sure that's the right the right thing. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Sonic Two the movie. Have you seen Sonic Two the movie yet?
1: No, because it hasn't come to. Th-
0: Oh, no, no VOD on that yet. You've seen the first one, though, right?
1: Oh, yeah. We love the first one. We're actually I've, very excited to see the second one.
0: I have not seen either of them, but Sonic 2 made a lot of money, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Morrowind. Like, Hans remembers Morrowind, like, came out, like, 20-ish years ago, and, and they're probably going to re-release some sort of, like, you know, special Ultra Edition for it for the Xbox anytime now. But no, Morrowind, uh, you can now play with friends in VR, which I... <laughs> I kind of love the idea of that. just threw bread at me, and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm pro Morrowind VR, (laughs) anti-being, have bread thrown at me. Uh, Grounding is in order. I think a grounding's in order, too. Uh, And because Hansen is here, and he brought his own news, we're going to talk about Arcade 1-Up, which this is actually very cool. Uh, And we are going to talk about Overwatch 2, which...
1: Speaking of quick time events for Arcade 1-Up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> perfect perfect and uh we got questions from prime fan mansocks monotone screaming and prime fan again we let him do two this week and we got cheap games from epic we got game pass games we got xbox gold games we have confirmed playstation plus games we have playstation now games we have humble bundle games we have prime gaming games <sighs> bethesda games we got two troll corners like First of all, like, tell everyone how much you make it work. It makes everyone's life better. Uh, We're going to talk about how uh, I believe Activision Blizzard doesn't like that because they don't like anything. And they just bleh. And uh, (sighs) Reggie. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Ex-CEO. President, sorry. President of Nintendo of America he's got bad opinions about things we'll talk about that too just bad opinions but hans why don't we start talking about oh did you play just die already hans said just I die, did die yeah. already <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to like boy like there was no we just like jump right in i want to hear about this game because it sounds dope is it is it good
1: yeah mm. so so we actually you can watch us play for three hours at the the vods on our stream nice uh, we played it sunday at evening um uh, four of us so it was and the game is interesting i kind of like it it's it's there's no real story it's going around doing achievements right so the idea is you're an old person that escapes from the retirement home and no one wants you to live anymore (laughs) it's just die already but so you're so you're super ragdoll physics you die in spectacular ways and get achievements um it is Diffic- they need to work on the controls it is difficult to pick things up it is difficult to climb ladders it's difficult it's really honestly difficult to control and that was our biggest complaint like the game was fun when we had thing when we were doing things together it was fun you know kind of like kill how many different ways can i kill an old person kind of in a way but it was okay but man the controls were just terrible and you can if you watch the stream or even fast forward through it you can hear us just complaining about that nonstop.
0: So so two things. First of all, twitch.tv slash mansocks. That's where you can watch it. Um, second of all, I guess maybe three things. Second of all, this is made by the people that make Goat Simulator. Yes. Um, and man, they made such a better game than Goat Simulator 2. They had a, a game called, I think, A Story from My Uncle or A Story of My Uncle that was just incredible and not anything like those games. And it was great, but whatever. It's neither here nor there. Um, and And third, my guess is the game is actually supposed to have really bad controls. Um, and
1: it may it just oh it was it was very there were moments of brilliance and then mostly 3 hours of frustration
0: yeah i I've, I've played a, a bunch of games like that where part of the like part of the thing part of the whatever is that they are very hard to control because it makes it kind of glumpy and weird and and difficult like if if they if they had super precise controls there would be not as much challenge to the game, so they actually have kind of loose, weird controls. I'm trying to, I played a game like that um, a number, man, it was actually probably like two and a half years ago that was very similar, same concept, where you had kind of these quest achievements, things you had to do, and the controls were really loopy, um, like, you know, hard to drive things, hard to climb things, but all you had to do was drive and climb things. Um, Yeah, it's not, it makes for a really fun couple hours, but I I mean, me and Brooke and Carter and my friend Mitch, who was living with us at the time, all played it, and we we got about five minutes into it and said, like, this is real dumb. And then we played, like, another ten minutes, and it got real goofy and stupid and fun. But, like, it, it seems to me like a game that probably is better if you're playing it in front of a TV, like, four people in front of a TV, and you're all drinking, maybe? Like, it, oh, it might be idea. more enjoyable.
1: I would have been less frustrated. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it, it,
1: it makes, you know, it also, it, it was surprising. It made some questionable choices. Like, there's some, you know, not as un-PC as Postal would be, but I was surprised of some of the stuff in the game.
0: Uh, that's that's not cool.
1: But, uh, uh, did, did you from that company. But,
0: did you know they just released a Postal 4?
1: No, but now I may have to go find it and play it. Oh,
0: oh, I hear it's just terrible. Like, like I mean, really... I oh no the first postal was great the first postal was tons of fun yeah yeah it was
1: definitely it was fun i'm not sure i would call it a great game but brooke I bought it.
0: me that for valentine's day i think probably the first year we were married i'm gonna say it was super romantic Super um, romantic loved that game loved that game a lot uh what, what else have you been playing did you get your pinball fixed Oh! Um,
1: supply chain issues. Everybody take a drink because I'm going to talk yeah. about supply chain. Um, but so actually, it's funny. I actually just bought the parts from a, uh, a supplier that had them in stock because they were only like five dollars a piece. Um, so I'll have two in case you know they fail again. <laughs> but I, I I was going. I'm going to do that this weekend. I did not have time. I did play some pinball, of course, this weekend a little bit. But nice. I, That's I about it cuz I was traveling like I actually, you know, real world traveling again for work. So,
0: what's it, what's it like being inside a plane these days? Is that weird?
1: Uh, it was a lot less weird when everyone had to wear masks and I felt <laughs> a lot safer.
0: Yep. Um, now
1: it is a shit show of some people wearing masks and most people not and yeah. it is uh yeah. I would much rather everybody still had to wear masks.
0: Right. Yeah. Same, man. It's it's been uh, Hans and I are both big Disney fans. In fact, that's how we know each other. As we go way back on the the internet Disney forums. Um, And uh, man, Disney World has turned into just a like it's a it's really weird because Florida as a whole still is probably like I go to Target and twenty five thirty percent of people be wearing a mask, and you go to Disney World and it's like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it will be me, too. Right. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's real weird. So, huh. anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Let's see. What did I play this week? I played uh, – actually, I, I beat Guardians of the Galaxy, which, man, that game is – I don't know the last time I had a game that I started out kind of down on and just – totally came around on it. Um, it's
1: been interesting listening to the podcasts as you've talked about that, because you certainly did start, I don't know if I'm going to finish this now. Like,
0: I'm done. 100% of it. It's so good. It's super fun. It's crazy funny. Like I'm still not a... I don't want to say I'm not a fan of the combat because I got kind of good at it, and I kind of like got a handle on how it's supposed to work. It's a game where the combat is mostly you just telling other people to do combat, which is really strange. Um for, you know, essentially what is a third person shooter. But that's really how the game works is you managing other people doing attacks and then like filling in the pieces where they're not shooting things. Um, but, man, it is it is hilarious. There are so I was, I was playing it with uh, I was playing it while I was talking to Colby, but obviously he's you know, not playing it with me, um, although I think it is co-op. I think you can play that game co-op and that would be incredible. I could be wrong, though, so like don't quote me on that. But I, I want to say that game's got co-op, well, um, co-op. And, uh, like, just constantly, like, repeating funny lines from it. It was very, like, it's it's one of those things that you wish you could play again because it's very quotable. Um, but I'm not going to, you know, dump another 20 hours in the Guardians of the Galaxy again.
1: But, so it was 20 hours total, you think?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I think if you look at Time to Beat, it's, like, somewhere between, like, 17 and 20. And I think that's about what it took me. I will tell you, though, like, if you play that game... Um, there are two credit sequences and you have to watch both of them. And there's more game after the second one. It's kind of like a like a Marvel movie where the credits roll. And I'm like, sweet, I beat it. And then they're like, but I almost always watch the credit sequences just because it seems like the right thing to do. And often you get an achievement at the end of them, too. And uh, and then there's more game. And I'm like, OK, cool. And so I play some more game and then it runs credits again. And I'm like, all right, beat the game. And it's like you can skip to the end. So I like uh, skip to the end. And uh, there's more game. <laughs> like, I wonder how many people hit that first credit sequence and are like, "Sweet, done, I'm out." <laughs> like, Prey was like that. It had
1: a couple of in credit after credit scenes. I, you know, I beat
0: Prey, and I don't remember if I played those. Or not. No, you probably
1: should have, since it really makes a difference.
0: Yeah, like, by the time I got to the end of that game, I was just like, "Sweet, it's done. over." <laughs> yeah, I know you weren't a fan of Prey. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, you know, the funny thing is, is I think the first like half hour of Prey was some of the best video game I've ever played. Like, just...
1: It sure does suck you right in, doesn't it? Terrific
0: storytelling. Like, scary. Just, like, scary. Uh, And then I really (laughs) lost the thread on that game. But, I mean, I still hung around long enough to beat it. So, you know, I guess that... Probably says more about me than it should. <laughs> but Guardians of the Galaxy, go play it. It's on Game Pass. Love it. Uh, and then I played a little bit more. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion, which is st- still really good. That game's like three or four hours long. If you've got three or four hours, absolutely play it. Um, I hit the like, mm, I think third boss though. The third boss is really hard. <laughs> um, and and I, I felt kind of like it's it's not super far in, but like it's it's. A bit of a walk, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna like step away for a minute. And I, when it when you hit the when you die, you can either continue or save and quit. And I'm like, save and quit. And I save and quit, and then it takes you back to the starting part, and you have to walk all the way back to it. So I'm like, maybe I'll finish this game next week. <laughs> so it's
1: the Borderlands thing. It says save and quit, but it takes you back to the beginning of the level. I hate yeah, it.
0: was not was not a fan, but you know whatever. The game is super funny and really. Just, it's a goofy little you know like kind of Zelda style not RPG because there's not really any RPG elements to it but it, it plays like Zelda if there wasn't any RPG stuff um it, it's it's fun it's really fun and again on game pass so you can play it for free uh, let's talk about. Patreon, of which we appreciate everyone, and of which Han is one of. So thank you, Hans, for being a patron. I can thank you directly right now. Oh. <laughs> um, if you are a uh, producer-level patron, you get shouted out on every episode, which is- oh, that gives is, it away, though. Yeah, yeah. So Hans, <laughs> well, I, they've never heard me <laughs> say your name before, so- I know. I mean the fact that that you do it at all and I mean like the thing I will say is Hans has been a patron since literally day one. Um and it's ridiculous because like we're friends I and suggested I suggested it. Yeah, and I would never have said like dude, join my patron, <laughs> because that's goofy, but he did, and he's been here for, I don't know, four years now, probably, three and a half years uh anyway ten dollar patrons thank you so much uh john tippins sean palmer austin palmer alan schulte joe cole jr anonymous and rich deacon uh another one of our irl friends <sighs> anyway you guys are great we appreciate each and every one of you you help pay for the software we use you help keep this free help me you know keep the website it's I'm like I could put ads on it, I guess, but the eight people that go to the website are not gonna pay for that website. So it's up to the patrons to do it. Thank you so much. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to become a patron. Uh, news. I'm just gonna say it. Like we're just gonna you like I, extra life. We we're talking about extra life at the end. We'll talk about it right I do. Do you want to talk about extra life on? No, let's put it at the end if you All want right. to put the end. I mean, it Who can talk? I mean, it's it's May. Um, extra life is probably six months away, almost exactly.
1: You got to start planning it, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I'm we should that today. We yeah. should start planning extra life. And I will tell you that every single year, in about May, we go. We should really start planning extra life, and then we actually plan extra life about October 27th. So um, we're, gonna this year. We're, gonna better. we're gonna do we're. we're gonna do better. You heard it here first. We're going to do better. <laughs> anyway, you can go to buy dot com slash extra life if you would like to help us do better <laughs> by either donating or uh, joining our team. We actually really highly recommend you join our team because we have fun. Dang it. <sighs> now news. All right. Embracer group, which uh, like if you've never heard of these dudes before, they used to be called. Ah. Uh, Nordic something. Um, oh,
1: they're one of the Nordic. Like
0: the THQs or THQ. Yeah, Nor- Yeah, I, they are part of THQ Nordic, I believe. And then they, or, or they were something else, and they bought that name and they went by that for a while. It doesn't really, really, really matter. But man, what what these folks do is they buy things. Um, they they just buy video game companies, to be honest. Um, and they they buy them in bulk. I would say that. Um, they're not the top, uh, like, video game company by revenue. That's actually, oddly enough, I think Tencent. Um, but, uh, yeah, through microtransactions. But, man, they own so many companies. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, what we're going to talk about now is who they bought this week. So, uh, they purchased, um, like, like half of Square Enix? Is, is that how you'd Here's say that. it? yes yeah.
1: it's so strange
0: yeah so so they bought um all of the essentially western games um and western studios that Square enix owns so that includes um like ip like tomb raider and deus Ex and thief and legacy of kane um, and about 50 other like ips and this is kind of what embracer does they buy these Relatively inexpensive um, companies, and then use their IP for hopefully not evil. Um, but you know, they they Love to see a new Deus Ex. I'd I would kill to see a new Deus Ex. So or Legacy of kane That game was dope too. So you know, but that's that's kind of what they do. Um, and and they've been doing it for a while now. Um, but this this particular thing's interesting because, along with all those IPs, they also get um, Square Enix Montreal um, and two other Square Enix like in North America development companies. I think they ended up buying essentially about eleven hundred people. Um, but the the price is is the price is interesting because it depends on kind of what you think about their more, more recent games as to whether you think it's a good deal or not right so it's about they, they paid 300 million dollars for it which in one hand like when you compare it to 58 billion dollars for activision or 8 billion dollars for um kind of the bethesda group of games like 300 million is not much um oh, it's a deal it's a it's a deal but then you know i, I read they it, paid for
1: tomb raider mostly there well really. you
0: know the, the funny thing is though is is i actually read a couple articles about that they said like is it a deal, though? Because, like, the last Tomb Raider cost $100 million to make. Um, they spent $15 million on advertising, and it didn't sell that well. Um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, really, really well-reviewed and made by Square Enix, um, didn't sell that well. Marvel's Avengers, um, not, good. <laughs> no, not good. I wanted it to be good, and it was <laughs> yeah. not good at all. And, and also did not sell very well. Um, You know, they're talking about Tomb Raiders, I think, getting rebooted again um, for a a new game coming out. But like these games are really, AAA games are really expensive to make. Um, And there's really no guarantee that you're going to make your money back. So maybe $300 million is actually about the right amount of money. Um, It's hard to say. But, you know, I'm with you, Hans. I would love to see... Some of those older IPs come back and and them do something with it. Um, Or, but you know, one of the other things I read that I think is really interesting that somebody made a point is $300 million is nothing. Like, nothing to a company like Microsoft. It's nothing to a company, even like Sony. Why didn't Microsoft spend $300 million, buy this game, and put everything on Game Pass? Like, that could be 50 games worth, or 50, you know... 50 IPs worth of games that they could have dumped onto Game Pass for $300 million. Like, they paid $10 million just to get Guardians of the Galaxy on Game Pass, so.
1: So in, uh, let's see, 2021, the total assets of Embracer Group were 33, 34 billion kronar. So
0: hold on, now I need to translate. <laughs> do, do your kronar to dollars. <laughs> yeah, 33
1: billion kronar.
0: Where's cron- uh, Where where is that?
1: Uh, Norway, Norway. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, Scandinavia somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: oh, that's not a lot. (laughs) Something is very wrong there. Hold on. I might have missed a zero.
0: (laughs) I remember I used to work for a company that was uh, based out of India, and every once in a while we'd read their financials. I'm like, how many billions of dollars did we make last year? And then you'd convert rupees to dollars. I'm like, oh, that's far more reasonable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to do that math later because that doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, but anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's it's a lot. Um it's a lot. The, the the things they did not buy though are actually kind of interesting as well. They did not get the Life of Strange games. They did not get uh the Just Cause games which I I mean I enjoyed Just Cause 4, but I wouldn't think that would be the IP you would hold back, honestly. <laughs> um I mean, they might not have wanted it, right? I guess that is a possibility. That is a possibility. Maybe they didn't want it. Um, and they didn't get Outriders, which is the new Square Enix um, <sighs> Destiny-like that came out and like did not do well. Um, I spent about an hour playing it and said, that's that's enough. Um, it's terrible single player. I've heard it's better multiplayer. But I don't know. It's a really, really interesting acquisition. Um, let's talk about... Uh, a little well, bit about... But
1: quite, you, you missed the best part here. Oh, so I missed Square the best Enix, part.
0: They sold oh, this. yes. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. They,
1: they wanted to make this money to invest uh, in crypto.
0: I'm so... That's do you, the best
1: part. Do you have the exact best, quote? best, I mean, terrible. No, I, uh, I was, It makes me mad.
0: Yeah, it was literally so we can invest in NFTs, AI, and the cloud. I'm like what did you need 300 million dollars to invest in the cloud for like what there's a there's a xkcd comic and like if you're not familiar with it it's, it's like a kind of a nerd comic you know and uh Every time I hear the cloud, all I can think about is the, the XKCD comic where he's like, you know, there's this big, like, cable going to the room. And he's like, be careful of that. He's like, why? What is he? He's like, that's the cloud. He says, I thought that the cloud was, like, a bunch of computers, like, all put together. He's like, no, no, it's just this one. He's like, how do you do that? He's like, lots of caching. <laughs> and, like, every, like, the cloud, I mean.
1: It's just somebody else's computer.
0: Somebody else's computer. And, I mean, but to be frank, at this point in the game, Hans, like. Do you think that the $300 million that Square Enix is going to get from the cloud is going to be better than Amazon's cloud or Google's cloud or Microsoft's cloud or, I mean...
1: I, yeah, I feel like that. I don't know what he was saying there because, yeah, maybe he wants to, yeah, that you're not going to build a cloud that, yeah.
0: For $300 million. <laughs> no. Not that's competitive. I, no, but I and I, guess, I guess Square Enix can fall on their NFT sword if they want, but... I, no one in gaming everybody's is, doing it i guess i don't know it just makes it's me all
1: about their next that We have nfts in the metaverse uh, and it'll uh, be just it'll break me
0: the the, the the nfts are built the metaverse is built on nft oh, did geez. you hear that yes. that facebook lost 20 billion dollars investing in or has spent 20 billion i guess i shouldn't say lost although yeah $20 billion investing in VR and the metaverse so far. Can you imagine what you could do with $20 billion? I mean, you could buy half a Twitter. Um,
1: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's the old Zuckerberg. He's doing yeah. something.
0: Anyway, uh, Embracer Group has just been buying up um, companies uh, for a while. They currently have uh, 124 internal studios, which, I mean, like you look at like Microsoft. Microsoft has like what? 20, you know, 124 internal studios, 14,000 employees with 10,000 of those being game developers. Um, They have more than 230 games in development right now with 30 of those being AAA games. Um, They make, they own a lot of stuff you've heard of. Um, I mean, they, they own Gearbox, which, you know, (laughs) you you may have heard of Borderlands before. Um, They, you know, like we were saying, they do own THQ Nordic um they own uh 3d realms which one volition yeah volition folks yep Uh, they well they bought um they they bought deep silver and um coke uh games i believe which are all you know publishers and stuff around kind of those set of games um and a lot of smaller stuff but that's really what they've been doing they've just been buying smaller and old um they own asper you know just just Smaller stuff forever, and so they have this massive studio that's pumping out big games and small games, and you know, kind of everything in between. Um, they own Coffee Stain, which is are the people that made uh, the the game that Hans was playing, the, the Don't Kill your, your No, just die already. Just die already, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a really interesting company when you look at at what they own, and I think that I saw a chart earlier where they're like second or th- maybe third or fourth um, in revenue you know, across the board. So, like, they're making a ton of money. Um, they own the folks who made Deep Rock Galactic. Just a lot of stuff. And so, you know, I would say that the Tomb Raider IP is a pretty big feather in their hat. Like, it's one of the, the bigger games that they own. Um, you know, and a lot of that that stuff is going to be there. But I, it's a really interesting company. It's really interesting that they're based out of Norway, too. Like, that's not... You don't hear about a lot of other video game companies or publishers being based out of even Europe, to be honest. So, uh, I mean, good on them, I guess. Um, I, like, if I had my wish, what they would do is just make stop making big, giant Tomb Raider games because I don't care about those. But I would love to get, like, someone making – did you ever play, um, like, the Tomb Raider Go games or the – they were mobile. They were super fun. Just, like, cool little puzzle mobile games with the Tomb Raider IP and the – Ah, oh, there's three of them. Um, I don't remember what the other two were, but just fun. Like, I, I would love to see a company take an IP like Tomb Raider and just go, like, hey, IndieDev, do you got a cool idea for this? Let's make it, you know? Stop stop making AAA, you know, Tomb Raider games because I don't think anyone's playing them. Um, and, and make something interesting with it, so... We I'd like to see a lot of people do
1: that. Jeez you know
0: who I, I want? I want the Star Wars license to be that. I want.
1: I was just going to say that Star <sighs> Wars, Star Trek. You know, any of right? the cool set, Battlestar Galactica. I'd love a uh,
0: yeah. I would love to see what interesting indie studios could do with those. You know, uh, hell, give us the Star Wars stuff that's not canon anymore. Let us let us have the extended universe. You don't want it. Let us let us make you know cool video games based off of Timothy Zahn books. Like,
1: I mean, you say that, but you know, every episode of Mando or Clone Wars or Rebels brings in one more thing from the extended (laughs) universe. That they're like, oh, we don't want that at all. Oh, except for Thrawn, and oh, except for this, and oh, and except for Mara Jade. So we're just better. I hope he's getting his due.
0: I very 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 much doubt he is. (laughs) Uh, I love Disney, man, but they're not, they're not great. (laughs) Not always great. All right. Let's talk about Dead Cells. You ever play Dead Cells, Hans?
1: No. I hate it. It sounds bad.
0: It's, uh,
1: it sounds like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. It sounds like a game that I would not be good at, so I don't want to play it.
0: It's fair fair enough. Uh, maybe maybe these new features will make it more your your thing then. Um it's a roguelite. Um it's it's probably got some of the best handling of a game I've ever played. It's very it's one of those games that's like, you know, like we're tough but fair. And it, it legitimately is. Like it, it anytime you die in that game, it's not because <laughs> it's not because the game screwed you. It's because you're not good enough. Um and it's hard though. Um unless you're Colby. Like I've put I don't know, five or six hours into it. And, you know, I can get to like three out of the four bosses. Colby, I think, like beat up on his like third playthrough, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I thought this game was hard. I'm like, well, it is. Everyone thinks it is. <laughs> I don't know if he if he just got lucky or got like a really good build or something. But, yeah, he just he tore right through it. Uh, but anyways, it is a game that is based around being kind of hard um and it's been out for maybe i would say two years now and uh they just they just patched in an assist mode which gives you uh a continue so if you die you can just start over where you were which is awesome with all your stuff so like i mean it now becomes essentially a like arcade game um where if you have enough quarters you can beat any arcade game Um, which i i love i actually will probably I'll probably just make a run through this with continue mode and just beat it, uh, which is great. Um, It's got an auto hit mode where you automatically attack enemies that come close enough, um, which apparently is taken back from the mobile port of this. They have that in the mobile port, uh, which is great. Um, It's easier to trigger parries now and uh, they have, there's traps in the games and uh, they, they they can not only be slower, but they can also, um, you can make the damage they do less and you can also make the damage that the enemies do less. So if you've played this before and thought like, hey, this is really fun like I did, but I don't know, I get this I get this way with almost any roguelike is I'm like, I love everything about this game except the fact that I have to keep playing it over and over and over and over again. Um, Give this a try. Like Dead Cells is great. I own a copy, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a go. I I, I like the idea that this exists, and I, I don't know why this can't exist for every game. Like why can't right, I just? It should. Oh I'm I am old. I have a really limited amount of spare time, and I I can't. It's not that I can't. I don't want to spend it playing the same game over and over and over again. There's a million good games I love. I just want to play it and finish it and put it in a pile and move on to the next one. So, I don't know. Give it a try, Hans. Maybe you'll like it. I'll let you know what goes on sale next time.
1: Please do. I'll, I will
0: try. All right. The Quarry um, from Supermassive. Uh, it's a new horror game. Um, like we said, um, this is the one where I believe you can just watch it if you want, which is, you know, I, it's fine. Whatever. It's, it's, it's you know, let people play the games how they want. But it's got 186 different endings. And, I mean, I'm sure some of those are not substantially different. It's just, you know, how things impact. But, like, that's dumb, right, Hans? I'm not the only person to say that 106 endings is more than you need.
1: I, yeah, I hate
0: it. I, I, probably one of the most freeing things that ever happened to me. Uh, is I played Firewatch way back in the day, right? So this is you know'm if you've been here a long time, I, I used to talk about Firewatch a lot because I love it. Yes. <laughs> as Brooks says, like I stopped. <laughs> um, but I haven't played it in a while, so it's just not top of mind. and i I was streaming it when I was playing it and i I played the first part. And then I I realized that I hadn't recorded it right. Something went wrong. And so I played the first part again and made different choices. And I realized that they had absolutely no impact on the game. And I was like, oh, so I can just play this as a game. I don't have to like pause it to find out which of these choices I'm supposed to be making. I can just make the choices I want. And it won't mean that maybe I'll get the bad ending at the end. I can just get it, I can get the same ending that everyone gets. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want to have to It was one of my my least favorite parts of The Witcher is there are certain choices in The Witcher that are timed. You don't even get to think about them. It's oh, yeah, yeah yeah it starts like a 10 second countdown timer. You just make a choice and maybe it's the right one, maybe it's the wrong one, but the ending is affected by that. I'm like, this is this is way too much anxiety for a video game. So I,
1: There's only one game I've ever played through fully a second time for the other ending.
0: Interesting. What was it?
1: Back to the old republic.
0: Oh, very good. Yeah, I I've I I've honestly played very few video games twice. Um I played auction free twice and I got the good ending both times. So um I, I'm a big fan of getting the ending you get and then go watching the other endings on YouTube. So <laughs>
1: The Old Republic was interesting in that you know you play dark or light, right? And it yeah. really did affect the entire game. And That's fair, NPCs and stuff. So, you know, it was one where they actually boy, I wish they'd make more games like that. But
0: you know, that that game's coming out again, Hans, right? It's getting remade right now as we speak. I don't know if I need to play it a third time. I think you need to play it a, th- a third time with great, beautiful new graphics. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I so I, I'm surrounded by things where I don't care about graphics. So fair,
0: fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I just I don't know. I read this and I'm like 186 man. So it's too many.
1: This is going to be one of those things where we get into this um, arms race between game developers. You know, oh. who has the biggest open world? Who has the most endings? Who has? No, this is it's a it's a measuring contest, and I don't we don't need it.
0: No game should have more than two. <laughs> two that's the that's the maximum number and i don't like i i freely admit that i have a problem with things that don't end well i don't particularly care for movies that end sad i don't like books that end sad i um like i i had a real problem with like how the first red dead redemption ends um and i guess this game's like 12 years old so i guess spoilers but like your character dies at the end um, and there's absolutely nothing you can do. I I replayed that ending three or four times thinking like maybe if I'm just a little faster, maybe he'll win. No, he, he dies every single time. And I'm like, I spent – like literally it came up on Facebook like yesterday or today, the the like 10th or 12th or 13th year anniversary of me being – and I literally my, – my Facebook post was I spent 30 hours playing Redemption for that ending. I was pissed because I don't – I don't want to play a game where my character dies at the end. Like, I spent the entire game, like, building up this persona of this person. Like, playing as this person, and they die, and there's nothing I can do about it?
1: You're the one who talked me into playing a game recently just like that. Yeah, well, I'm... <laughs> I'm
0: so sad at the end. I, it was
1: like a two-hour-long game, been in black and white, and I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. That's so sad.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... It's... It's just, you know, I just don't like it. I don't, like I said, I, there are movies that I go like, nah, I just don't like that movie because it, it ended poorly. And I, I would say I don't think video games should have a bad ending. Like, who wants the bad ending? Like, that's, that's. Well, it
1: depends, I guess, on what you consider the bad ending, right? I mean,
0: well, but, but I mean, like, when you say bad ending versus good ending is fine. Absolutely but fine. Bad is like, yeah, your character, yeah. Oh, you know I what I mean? I like, I don't, I don't care that you, you know, like the suicide run in mass effect, didn't work out exactly how you thought it was. I missed a button push or something like, I I don't want the bad ending for that. Like it's a video game. You can make that ending good. Like, I don't, I don't know Uh, either that. I just need a checkbox that says that no bad ending check. So whatever, whatever. All right. uh, So We've talked about the new PlayStation Plus a little bit. Um, It it comes around, I think, in about, oh, I think not too many days, like sometime this month. Next, say, one to three weeks, and I don't remember because I don't have a PlayStation. Uh, But one thing we did talk about is that the the most expensive tier, it's 18 bucks a month, will have a bunch of time-limited game trials in it, right? And you're like, cool, like time-limited game trials. That sounds kind of cool. And my assumption was, is it just had some sort of like built-in dealio that you just get to play the first two hours of the game, right? That would make sense. Um, But apparently not. Um, Sony is going to require, um, it says some devs, and I don't know how you get the definition of who those devs are, but are gonna be required to provide for free two-hour slices of their game if the game costs over $34. So if if you're if you're putting a game out on the PlayStation and it costs over $34, there's a possibility that you may be required to provide a free demo for that service. Now, Sony doesn't pay you for it. That just comes out of your like, and I've heard that building things like that, anytime you have to build a a demo for packs, anytime you have to build a demo for any of those things, it's hard because it's different than the game you're building. It's not like you can just lift two hours out of the middle or two hours of the front and you've got to figure out, balancing, you've got to figure out how people know what the story is. And if it's the first of it, like, do you make, you know, is two hours part of it The you know, the first 20 minute cutscene that they have to sit through, like it's difficult. And so my my theory is is there's gonna be you're gonna see a bunch of games on uh, the the PlayStation Store that are priced at thirty three ninety nine, where <laughs> it's short enough or you know inexpensive enough to not have to make a demo. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But man, that that was nearly a troll corner for me. If I hadn't already had two other ones, I'm like, come on, Sony. I just
1: I, I guess I don't understand right. So Xbox. Has Game Passed. Yes, sir. Xbox. So, and they've had this amazing thing for the last few years. And it get, keeps getting more and more amazing. Every right? year. Yeah. We have it on the PC now. It's just it's incredible. And Sony comes along and almost is pulling a Nintendo here, right? Like, oh, hey, we have this amazing model, but we're going to do it our way, and our way is dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's... I don't... I... If I had a PlayStation or I was a PlayStation fan, I'd be really mad about this version of their Game
0: Pass. Yeah, it's – it's. I think the funny thing is, is PlayStation Now, which was essentially their version of Game Pass, wasn't bad. It's, it's like – it's just like a marketing problem, I swear. Sony has like some pretty good products and they just don't know how to explain them to people. Um, I – every month I see – Every news site I pay attention to, like, here's the games, you know, coming to Game Pass, you know, here's speculation on Game Pass games. blah. blah, blah. I never see. I have to go out and look to find out what's coming to PlayStation now. Like, I have to search it out. Um, I just don't understand what they're doing. Um, And maybe this is the change, but you're absolutely right, Hans. It's like they they saw what Game Pass was doing and they're like, well, we can't just copy them because then we'll look like we're losers. So let's make something different and worse. (laughs) Right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Just copy and who cares everybody's gonna love it right now we have this
0: i don't know i don't know i will see it's i I will not pass judgment until it comes out and then i probably still won't pass judgment because i'll forget it exists um so i i'm not a fan of people cheating in multiplayer games i don't think most people are a fan of people cheating in multiplayer games and and Every once in a while, you'll hear about some new anti-cheat thing that they're doing, and it's so funny, ha-ha, clever. And the newest one is Call of Duty Vanguard has a new anti-cheat, and if it detects that you're cheating, um, what it does is it essentially makes everyone else you're playing against invisible. So you can't see anyone else, but they can all see you. So you presumably just get killed, and they get frustrated and never come back, Right.
1: Well, I'd be interested to see how that works since, you know, most of the cheats in these kind of games are aimbots. Yeah. It doesn't matter (laughs) if if you can see see them or not.
0: Yeah. And and that was kind of my point is, like, I enjoy the kind of, like, fur lulls version of of anti-cheat here. but. Wouldn't it be better if we detected you were cheating if we just immediately banned your account and tied your credit card to that ban so you couldn't buy the game again? Like, yeah. I <laughs> I just, I don't understand why we have to do, like, cutesy, you know, this this to me was only done for the marketing. Like, Correct. Vanguard hasn't been selling very well, so let's get some free press by making our anti-cheat funny. Um you know, because you know that there are people, you know, putting videos of this up, you know, people streaming it, probably people streaming it cheating so that they can, you know, see how dumb it is or let me see how many kills I can get, you know, with, with you know, everyone being invisible and me not being invisible. And it's like just ban these people and take their, you know, ban, ban them from that game and then take that account and the email address and the credit card associated with it and ban all those too because – why why are you letting him take up a slot in your game, you know? I I don't know.
1: I wish most of the big multiplayer uh, games would like band together and be like, "Hey, Share this it. email address is cheating." Right? Yeah. Yeah, it
0: that just That would make me happy,
1: but also, yeah.
0: I don't know. It just it's, it's just cheating in
1: multiplayer games is dumb.
0: It's it's so like I just I've never understood it either. Like it, why what do you get from it? Like, you know you're cheating. Um, and I mean, and I guess there are cases where there have been people that have cheated in an attempt to, you know, prove they're better, it, you know, to, you know, make it look better on streams, to make it look, you know, like they're whatever. But at the end of the day, like, I, I don't know, it's dumb. But I also think the solution to it is also dumb. So it's it, a lot
1: of dumb today. God,
0: it's. It's been this week, Hans. This month, this year. Good, it's only Tuesday. A good chunk of the last six years. I don't. I don't know. Yep. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Funny how that the last six years have been real dumb. Uh, uh, I wonder what that catalyst I, was. I, there.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had an answer for you, but we'll we'll, we'll not answer. Um, Go ahead and move on. I uh, I will say that I think when companies uh, put that kind of thing in their game for people who pirate their games now that's funny <laughs> like you can no,
1: no for sure there are some <laughs> and even back in the day there were some funny things you know um like i remember the wasteland book you know you have a paragraph book back. yeah yeah day, yeah, yeah, yeah and man if you if you cheated that you would end up with some crazy paragraphs <laughs> and you would not be able to play the game but it would lead you down a weird rabbit hole in the game and finally you'd
0: yeah. I think the original Sim City, if you pirated it, it just was con- it would constantly throw disasters at you. So yep. <laughs> you're constantly earthquakes and fires and Godzilla and like that to me is funny, but like in a multiplayer game, just kick kick 'em. Ban them. Yep. Yep. Never let them buy the game again. I don't know. Correct. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Hans, big fan apparently of the first one.
1: It's an amazing movie. I'm like it is a really fun, family friendly movie. If you I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's I, I enjoy it.
0: You know, I think it came out like on whatever it came out on like channel wise and i just missed it um like maybe it was one of those hbo plus ones that it was only on for a month and i never i didn't catch it and i just haven't gone back and seen it so i'll, I'll definitely cool. check it out though it sounds good um it is now the highest grossing domestic video game movie ever made the sequel interestingly Sonic enough, two, so, yes. yeah, yeah. It, it just barely passed Sonic one so it's made 147 million dollars in the u.s uh, the first one made 146 million dollars, so it's about a million dollars over. Um, which, all things said, like I, I don't know. I've seen one movie, two movies, I guess, since like the pandemic, and I mean, there's not a lot of people seeing movies right now. So to earn 147 million dollars is it's pretty good. So to to break that yeah. record, you know, in the U.S. Um, but here's the interesting. Thing. So right, do you have this page open, Hans? Let me don't, don't, no, don't open it, actually.
1: Don't, I will not open what it.
0: What do you think the best-selling international video game movie of all time is? Mortal Kombat. It is not. Although that is a very good guess. Super Mario. It is not Super Mario. And Brooke saying that means to me that she has never seen the Bob Hoskins Super Mario acid trip. She
1: probably, well, so before before you show Sonic 1 in your house, you should watch the Super Mario, Mario Brothers.
0: Brothers. Fair enough.
1: Bob yeah, and John Likwizamo.
0: Brooke is guessing Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider, which is also incorrect. I'm out of video games. She's out of it. Those are the only video games. And it's not Detective Pikachu. Oh, I love that
1: movie. Yeah, so that, yeah, I'm surprised. It, yeah, I would have thought Mortal Kombat. So t- t- you're going to have to tell us. The so.
0: answer is the World of Warcraft movie. <laughs> oh, God, that movie. <laughs> which made...
1: Do you know... That was made by David Bowie's son. I did know
0: that was made by David Bowie's son, who also uh, made Moon, which made is Moon. an amazing movie. <laughs> He's a great Twitter follower. I cannot, can't remember his name offhand. Um, Duncan something. Yeah, Duncan Jones. Um, I think his Twitter handle is Man made Moon. Um, very good Twitter follow. But, yeah, that movie made almost, well, $439 million internationally. So I don't know. I've never seen that either.
1: I am. I am. Especially when that movie came out, I was one hundred percent the audience uh-huh. for that movie, right? I'm so steeped in Warcraft lore and GM a knee. not it, not good. No, it, so it had the same problem that uh, the Halo TV show has, right? the 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 writers had no clue what Warcraft was uh. and chose like. There's so much amazing history that Blizzard writes into their games, right? Even, Blizzard, come hell or high water, their writers are amazing, yeah, right? Agreed. Um. And so much lore and so much history and so many good books. And they chose, like, the crappiest part of Warcraft history <laughs> to make a movie out of Like, it, it, they couldn't have... It's just... Uh, and then they did it wrong. And anyway, sorry, that's...
0: that's uh, <laughs> so, mo- so long story short, go see Sonic 1, go see Sonic 2. Maybe not at the theater. I don't know if that's a good idea. It's up to you, though. Tails
1: and Knuckles, man. How can it not yeah. make a ton of money, right? And then
0: don't don't see Warcraft although i will say i know a lot of people who really like that movie so <sighs> yeah. to to each their own uh let's talk about other role playing games now like you you've played Morrowind i got to i got to assume oh yeah yeah of course. very i i
1: i won't, lots of hours in that game yeah, I won't,
0: almost more than skyrim i i was at a different time in my life where i did not i, I played maybe 10 or 15 hours in that game and didn't didn't have the the 120 I put into Skyrim. But very like that was BK
1: before kids. Yeah. So there was
0: there was time. I I worked a lot. Um, and like I was <laughs> it was not it was not a it was not a great time for me. Um, but uh, the game was very, very good. Um, very, very good. It does not hold up terrific. Um, no. But that's okay. Because apparently um, a number of years ago, I'm gonna say 10, 12 years ago, someone ported Morrowind to a new engine. So it uses the original game's assets, but they built a new engine. That engine lets you play Morrowind multiplayer. So Hans and I could both boot up our copy of Morrowind, and we could play multiplayer Morrowind together. There's also a VR mod for Morrowind, so you can load up your quest. Hans and I both have a quest. We could boot up our quests. And uh, individually, we could play Morrowind. Intel... Uh, a couple days ago. Where for, I think, the 20th anniversary of Morrowind coming out. Um, which is... <laughs> that makes me feel very, very old. Um, those two projects have merged together. So now, we could play Morrowind multiplayer together in VR. And that's that's really tempting to me. Not, not tempting to you?
1: Really? No. So... <sighs> VR, I still I need. And this is gonna sound very silly, but I I hate the having to how you move in VR. Yeah, well, right? everyone if does. Yeah. Yeah, I want trackpad. When I have like a, a treadmill, then I'll be happy to play these an kind of games.
0: Omnidirectional. Yes, yeah, an
1: omnidirectional yeah. trackpad.
0: I mean, for like a thousand dollars you can make that, that dream a reality, Hans. <laughs> I don't care that much to <laughs> so
1: do that. And to play a twenty year old game in multiplayer right. and VR. <laughs>
0: what if we don't play it in VR and we just play it multiplayer? i would be down. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh a game's a game was very good for its time. That's that's what I'll I say. Very good that for whole its time. Series. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I am very excited about the sixth one. Although interestingly enough, I've only played uh, Morrowind and Skyrim. Those are the only two I've played. I never played Daggerfall. Daggerfall
1: was super good. I don't think
0: I had a PC when Daggerfall came out, or not much of a PC. I sold a bunch of copies of it because I worked at software etc. when it came out, but uh, I, I did not play it myself. And somehow I kind of skipped over Oblivion. Um, I don't. I don't. I probably didn't have a PC then either, or at least one that would run Oblivion. And I think it came to the 360 kind of late or early, or I don't know. Never played it so. Played the crap out of Skyrim, though. A lot of Skyrim time. 130 hours. 120 hours. So, All right. So this is now the Hans part of the podcast where he's going to talk about Arcade 1-Up.
1: Yeah, so Arcade 1-Up, we talked about it. Every time I'm on the podcast, I usually end up talking about it because they're doing interesting things. I wouldn't say cool things, although I have three of them behind me. So I can see them right now. I don't know what they are. They make... Uh, they call them two-thirds size arcade games, right? They're emulated. They have seventeen 15- to 17-inch screens. They're controls. They are miniature arcade games, right? But not like desktop. They actually are stand-up arcades, but they're... They're so
0: tiny. Every time I see one, I'm surprised how tiny well, they are. You have to have a riser uh, for them if you want to stand up next to them.
1: You do. And the riser adds about a foot and a half, maybe 18 inches. Anyways, um, the neat thing about Arcade 1-Up is they're finally making some of the games that are... I would call them inaccessible to most of us, mostly because they're really expensive um, or hard to get. Collector's edition, like they just made Tron, which was cool,
0: um, or because they run off laser discs. Is that where we're getting at? <laughs> so yeah, so
1: that so Dragon's Lair is there. They just released it. Um, and basically, that's it. So the original Dragon's Lair game was a Laserdisc-based game, and if you ever saw it when you were a kid in the arcade, you went, holy crap, because it was hand-drawn animation by Dan, Don Bluth and looked heads and tails, talking about graphics, you know, over any other game Gorgeous. in the arcade. Secret of NIMH
0: dude, if you don't know who we're talking about. Yeah. Well, an ex-Disney animator.
1: X-D- yep, exactly. So, And he also did a bunch of other great stuff. But anyways... Dragon's Lair is an amazing game. It is a quick time based kind of thing, right? So it actually had a DV or a a laser disc player in the the cabinet and your controls basically controlled a a, a frame rate skip, or not frame rate, but a frame skip or a chapter skip function on the laser disc.
0: It never even occurred to me that that's how it worked. I knew it was a laser disc. God, that is brilliant.
1: So it was all timed. If you didn't hit the right direction in the right time, you would die. So it would take you to that, you know, uh, chapter. And if you... You know did that it would take you to actually there were two or three branches but you could go down uh, but anyways that's basically what it was over time laser discs themselves weren't made very well and we're sitting in the bottom of these cabinets moved all around arcades so they started to die the laser discs would get old and um laser disc and cds you should go look at some of your older cds they might actually be rotting at this yep. point the aluminum foil plates rot over time so anyways um and Everybody and their brother wants a dragon's layer. So if there are working dragons layers out there, they're three, four, or five thousand dollars easy. Um, trust me, I've looked for one. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: anywho, so Arcade One Up is finally making one. I may actually pick one up because I love the game, and it comes with Dragon's Layer Two and the futuristic version called Space Ace. Um, all three super fun games. Um, so that just came out, and then they also, f- which is this is interesting. So Arcade One Up realized that. Um, some of the people would want full-size cabinets, which, okay, I mean, I kind of see the utility, right? I could fit a lot more arcade one-ups in my arcade than I can full-size. But they worked with Shack to make an NBA Jam Shack edition, and that thing actually stands as tall as a regular arcade, except they only put a 19-inch monitor in it, which is real dumb because the NBA Jams had 27-inch monitors. Oh,
0: really? Um,
1: yeah. Huh. Or CRTs. Um, but anyways... So these are two, this, I don't know if I like the NBA Jam Shack edition more than I do the other games, but it'd be interesting to see if Arcade 1-Up can, continues this and makes full-size versions, or maybe like 85% versions yeah. versus what, the 30% version, I guess, about 30% is probably what I'd call it. But anyways, um, new stuff coming from Arcade 1-Up. They they raised their prices considerably, so the Dragon's Lair is six fifty. dollars
0: well 50 uh, That's still not, I mean, it's, it's not it's, terrible, but yeah.
1: It's it's not as good as they were back in the day when I picked up like the Marvel superheroes or Turtles for 300 bucks Now good news is watch Walmart click it on Brick's sake, right? They they sell these at Walmart You can find them cheap sometimes. So anyways,
0: so um, before we go on I want to say two things about Dragon Slayer. Like my first question is have you ever beaten Dragon Slayer? Yes, that is very impressive sir I have I have seen that dirt not move list. uh, Yeah, well regardless (laughs) I I've seen that Dirk dies scene a nearly infinite number of times, man. Like, they used to have that at Nickel Arcade by my house, and there was never enough nickels to get me through (laughs) Dragon's Lair. And second of all, I do not know if this is true. Maybe you can tell me because you're more into this than I am. But when Dragon's Lair first came out, there was a big rumor that there was actually a national run on quarters because people were pumping so many quarters into Dragon's Lair.
1: I do not. And I've
0: I've heard that that is true. I true. I do not know if it is actually true or not, but I love the idea of it. So,
1: I, now I'm going to have to go look yeah. that up. And I'll be, next time I come on the podcast, I'll I'll tell perfect, you.
0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now, uh, you want to tell me about uh, Overwatch Two a little bit?
1: So, um, Mansox Junior, actually, my son has gotten he's 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 opted in and excited about this. I, you know, quite honestly, I've been. This Overwatch 2 thing has kind of been, I don't still understand what Overwatch 2 is. Yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I'm looking at the opt-in page and trying to read what it is, and I still don't understand. It's not a good sign. Because, no, so what they're doing, like, they added some new PvE stuff, but not in this beta. So eventually they'll add, um, you know, like some of our favorite things, like the Halloween
0: event. Yep, the player versus enemy love teams. the PvE stuff.
1: So there's supposed to be story mode type stuff, but that's not here Of yet. course not. So yeah. um, they give you one new hero for the beta. They've rejiggered all of the or a bunch of the heroes stuff. So, right, you go into Overwatch 2 and you're like, I'm playing D.Va. Oh, this is not the D.Va <laughs> I know, so you have to relearn everything. Um, and the other thing they did is they now instead of 6v6, it's 5v5, which they say will really enhance the gameplay. And I'm like, well, I don't know.
0: I the only reason I kind of like 5v5 and and let me say this as someone who does not play overwatch in any sort of serious or good fashion (laughs) um, like I choose a character and I go in and do things I do not understand the role I'm supposed to play Uh, if I'm a healer I know I'm supposed to heal someone if I'm a tank I know I'm supposed to kind of stand in every front of everyone else past that. That's where my knowledge of Overwatch ends.
1: That's all you need. Like, well, then, you guys shoot stuff. Then
0: maybe I'm a professional Overwatch player. Um, <laughs> but the thing I have the hardest time with as a casual Overwatch player is that 6v6, there's too much going on and there are too many people on the screen. Um, it's just overall too oh. busy for me. So, like, the idea of 5v5 actually makes me think that I might be a little bit have a little bit better of a time at that. Um, but I mean, oh, who knows? I, I will honestly probably never play this game. I bought the first one cause I thought I was going to super get into overwatch and I play it like once a year when we play it for, for extra life. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, well I, I super got into it and, but I, i just I, I I still can't understand what the what what Overwatch Two will be if it's a you know because they're like oh in Overwatch Two you'll have all the same players but then Overwatch One those those new characters will still be playable in multiplayer in Overwatch One and I'm just like why are we calling this Overwatch Two just call this Overwatch One DLC right yeah
0: it it seems to me like. I don't know, I, I feel kind of the same way about every year when they bring out the new FIFA games and the new Madden games or like couldn't this just be a, a mode or couldn't this just be like couldn't I just download a roster pack for this? Because Yeah, exactly.
1: Twenty twenty two roster yeah, pack or
0: something. Um, exactly. I don't know. I, I think it's weird. I, I also heard I have has Manson's Jr. actually played it yet?
1: No, we've both opted okay. in and uh, not gotten the code. So if you sit on some of the Twitch streams, they'll throw codes at yeah, you yeah. too. So it's kind of the same thing we did for Valorant back in the
0: I've day. I've heard... Of that Man, Valorant's good. Um, See, yes, <laughs> I enjoy Valorant,
1: actually. Well, actually, I'm not... He enjoys Valorant much more. I'll play it with him. But I, I if I was going to play one, I'd play Apex Legends nowadays. They've really... Added it
0: has, I haven't played Apex since probably it came out. Um, I, I think the thing about that i've heard about overwatch too is that like the beta is kind of like not janky but they there's no like intro screens there's no title screens it's just like i don't know here pick a player there's a bunch of them here (laughs) like it's it doesn't feel very polished which is kind of strange for a a blizzard game so i
1: well i did the the main runner of overwatch left recently ish so i'm sure that really
0: well i'm sure that the microsoft purchase and the 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 issues just like a handful of issues actors and blizzards had um, probably probably doesn't help so interesting well well when uh, when you when you get when you get in on it we'll, we'll have you back you can you can give us the the dl on on <laughs> will understand it then Yeah, maybe? yeah yeah maybe. I mean, I I will be honest. There have been many games that I've played. I'm like, no, I still don't know what's going on. So, <laughs> no idea. I'm too old for that. Oh man, it's becoming a constant fixture in my life. All right, first question. I'm so glad, by the way, that Hans is here today because his question for the week is not a good one. Um, but I'm I'm going to make him read it. So
1: I can't believe you added it to the <sighs> questions list.
0: Well, I mean, there was a lot of discussion going on in our Discord, yeah. so.
1: It's 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 polarizing, so it'll be interesting.
0: I guess it's it's, I was hmm, I was gonna say it's gonna be the most <laughs> polarizing question since we asked about creamy versus crunchy peanut butter, but that's actually a little on the nose. So, um, <laughs> and Brooke is correct; the right is crunchy. Uh, Prime fans, first question is: Why do you think Anthem failed, and how could it have been saved?
1: So uh, this is interesting because I think like every game. That was Destiny like, except Destiny failed. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> Anthem failed. The one we were just talking about, one a second ago, that failed. Yeah. Um, Cliffy bees. Uh, Destiny failed. Uh, that was
0: more Where of a that, that was more of a Overwatch kind of game. But yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So and like, it's just I don't Anthem. You, I think we actually both played it about the same time. Yeah. The beta
0: we got into it, and it eh. it was fine. Um, yeah, there was yeah. It was fine. I think the biggest. Uh, To me, like that game makes a number of mistakes. And one is any game. I've never played a game that can be played by between one and three players where one player was good. Um, That game is not fun played by yourself. So like automatically you've already said this game needs at least you and two friends, which, you know, Maybe I've, for you that have more friends and more time than I do, that's actually a workable thing. But I, there are not many times where I have myself and two people I know ready to go play video games, you know, for the 30 or 40 hours it takes to beat that game. You know, and just like the first campaign. So, like, I mean, that's a problem. But, like, life service games just don't – the problem with them is, is – For every person like me who does not have the time to play that, there's another person who's like, "Sweet, I can't wait to get in this game," and I just put forty hours into it. Now I'm out of content. Why isn't there more content? I need more content. I'm like, no, (laughs) we're out. And which is which is really weird to me. Why PlayStation is doubling down on buying Bungie and saying we want to launch? I think they said eight new live service games in the next like three years. I'm like. Why? None of them have been successful except Destiny, and I mean, Destiny makes money. It absolutely does, but as far as I can tell, its community hates it all the time. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, like, man, I play Disney, you know Destiny all the time, and I love it. It's like, I play Destiny all the time, and I hate every second of it, but I still put 100 hours into it last week, and I'm like, just stop. Like, you don't have to keep playing. Like... That,
1: that thought right there is very liberating and when you figure out, like World of Warcraft, you figure out, I hate this, I'm going to stop playing. Then it's like,
0: ha huh. Get Game Pass. They release like 15 games a month that are all really fun. <laughs> you can just pick one of those yeah. and not have to play Destiny anymore. Um, but I, honestly, I, I think that the, the failure of that game is just not making it a cool single-player game with an interesting narrative because I liked the game. I liked the narrative. I liked the cool Iron Man suit. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever played another game that had that feeling of I am Iron Man. Um, and I have not played Marvel's Avengers, so maybe maybe it does it's too. It's Not very good. But I mean, flying around, um, you know, shooting stuff from the air, like doing the swooping through narrow passageways in your cool Iron Man suit was great. That felt fantastic. I think there could have been a great game there, and I mean, I think that they've made great games in the past. There's no reason to think they couldn't make a great game in the future. Um, that just wasn't it, um, and and I think it's because they tried to hop on a bandwagon that nobody should have hopped on. Like Destiny was a Fluke. absolute. And fl- I mean, I guess they fluked it twice. Fluked. <laughs> they fluked it twice. Flucked is not the right way to pronounce that Hans. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, well, we're, we're up to Hans's question. So I guess I read that sucker out there, buddy. <laughs> So the
1: question is, do you sit or stand to wipe, right? And that it caused there, I have found there's a massive disconnect here in what you know some people do and other people do. It's kind of like the flipping the toilet paper one way or the other, right? In the bathroom, which do you do? Is the toilet paper on the top when you go to reach it? Yes, because that's the right
0: way to do it.
1: Well, see, I don't. I disagree. I prefer it to be underneath. Why? Don't ask me. I think it's just the way it always hung at my house when I was growing up. I don't know if there's a reason other than that. Hmm. But now sit or stand, right? It's you know, it it's more of like a half sea, right? It's a sit forward, but the people that stand, you wonder, is that what? You
0: know, that. So I mean, I think uh, like uh, based on our discussion, uh, Hans and I are both sits, correct? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's, yeah, I sit, but you know, there's, well, there's a little. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I think the. I will. S- there are a lot of standards, even in our Discord. Yeah.
1: Or your Discord was
0: there. The I Discord. didn't think there was anyone who did. Yeah, I, I will not name names. I- that would be terrible. No, yeah, no. that would be very terrible. Um, I I am so one way that I will be very honest that I didn't even know there was an alternative <laughs> until maybe a year ago, and I'm. Almost forty-five. Like I, I just I don't even understand the logistics of it to be honest. But like Hans is right. Like in, in like informal polls because I don't know how you'd make a formal poll out of that. Um, it's it's like between thirty and fifty percent. I'm like I.
1: I mean, remember, in a lot of countries, you still don't sit right. The toilet is not a thing in all countries, right? So there's, there is. I've also
0: made a, a a pact with myself to never go to one of those countries. Um, I have no, I'm sure they're they're delightful. I'm sure they're wonderful. Sure. I bet you the food there is spectacular. Spectacular. But I I don't have the balance for that, Hans. I just don't have the balance. <laughs> You learn quick. I'll no, say. I would not. I would be the person ah! Yeah, like I'm the person who they're like made international news because they got their legs stuck in it and they had to call like the local fire department to like cut him out and it became an international incident. So you're a lay down. Roper I guess, yeah. Down. I I don't know, man. I'm
1: Okay. We can move past that. I just thought it was really interesting when I realized how big of a um It literally is a a diverse...
0: I I guess, come to our Discord. You can tell us, let us if, know. if you just let us know. We'll put up a poll. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to put up a poll. There will be no poll. <laughs> Monotone Screaming wants to know, do you prefer uh, to try many new games or try a few, but stick to a couple of familiar ones? Are you a, a new game all the time person or are you a uh, are you the person who's hate playing Destiny for the 372nd week in a row?
1: As you know, I hate play Tarkov. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, you know, it. do I, I do try new games, but it's rare. I don't know. I guess it, I, I wouldn't say many new games, but you know, like wonderlands has been fun. And you know, I play a lot, of, you know, the humble bundles and stuff. I don't It's an odd question, right? I, I'm a gamer, so I play everything.
0: I, except for the time when I was playing rocket league, which is a big asterisk. Um, I have never been a play the same thing forever. Kind of game, um, like when I had less time to game. Sometimes I would play the same game for a long time just because it took me a long time to beat it. Like I mean, I played Skyrim for a year. Um, it took me a solid year to beat that game, playing it like you know a couple hours a week for 120 hours. Um, but nowadays, I play.
1: You like the short games, so you play all sorts I play of a time. lot
0: of short games. Um, I'm actually literally at a point in my life where I. I don't really want to pay, play anything over about 15 hours. Um, like, Guardians was kind of like a, an outside, like, ooh, 20. Colby's playing Dragon's Dogma right now. He's like, you should pick this up. I'm like, no, it's a 40-hour game. Like, just no. I I don't have the, the time or the attention span for a 40-hour video game. So I, I play... Yeah,
1: I think you could answer it like, you know, there are games I'll focus on, but I'll try a bunch of other <laughs> yeah. games, but they will be smaller periods. Yeah, I,
0: I actually am to the point now, too, where I, I tend to be playing two games at once, which is a little interesting. <laughs> I'm not at the same time. That would be very, very difficult. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I No, but I often am playing um, like one on my PC and one on my console, um, and you know, or one... Um, remote playing, you know, on my phone from my Xbox and one that I actually have been playing on my console for realsies. Because, like, some, especially when I'm playing a lot of games on my phone, um, there are a lot of games that don't play very well on a phone, not because they don't, func- like, run well, but because um, the UI is too small for an iPhone. So, um, sure, you know, but I often, like, I mean, right now, until I beat it this week, I was playing Guardians and uh, uh, Turnip, you know uh commits tax evasion at the same time so it's you know it kind of depends but way more new games than than playing the same over and over again and i i rarely 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 replay a game um like occasionally i'll get like a bug to like go like oh i'd love to go play x again i'll play like an hour or two and then like get that out of my system and move on so uh Prime Fan has another Destiny 2 Destiny question, or or Destiny-adjacent question. I guess maybe I should ask these together, because they are slightly related, but that's okay. He says, do you think Destiny 2 has the ability to continue, or is Sony and Bungie beating a dead horse at this point? And,
1: <sighs> yeah, it's making money hand over fist, and they just put out a new DLC. Yeah, it's like, Logan is playing it right now. I yeah,
0: mean. it's... <sighs> I mean, I think that the folks who like that game, like we said, they, they, I don't know if anyone actually likes that game, but there are certainly people that play it. Um, There are people that just run it over and over and over. You know, it's, it's that, you know, I want to get that, that perfect gun, you know, so I'm going to do this strike 50,000 times. And it's like, it's not for me, but you know, if it's for you, I guess, great. Um, A lot of folks really like the multiplayer too. I think the multiplayer in Destiny is terrible, but uh, a lot of folks really dig it, so more power to him. I, I will be interested to see how long you can milk Destiny 2 until you have to put out Destiny 3. Um, like, how long can you survive on DLC and multiplayer until you need to do a big new game? Um, and maybe that becomes less of a problem with with Sony owning you now. Like, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe you make a new thing, or maybe... I, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I don't... I've played a lot of Destiny. I've played a lot of Destiny 2. Not as much as some people, but I mean, between the two of them, I've probably put in, I don't know, 80 or 100 hours maybe. Um, and I still don't exactly get it. Um, like, I just... I certainly yeah, don't. Yeah, I mean, it... The thing I will say about...
1: It's Diablo, but not as fun.
0: Man, that's actually a really apt comparison. Um, it. It has probably some of the best gunplay I've ever experienced. Like, I think the guns in that game, and not the guns themselves, but the way they feel. Like, the way it feels when you shoot someone. Um, Specifically, I think, because you're a little more powerful than most of the average bad guy, you know, computer-controlled enemies you play against makes it. So, someone who, like is me who is not terribly good at video games feels very 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 powerful in that game like the ability to like you know shoot 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 dodge behind something shoot shoot shoot, and you know dodge and then come up and like punch a dude to death like i don't do that in any game of destiny um and so like there are things that they get really right but i kind of understand the lore i don't understand what i'm trying to do i don't it like getting into that game now like I tried to get my dad to to play Destiny because like he loves Fallout, um, seventy six. Like it seemed like a, a pretty good like it's a game that he could get in and play a bunch of stuff in and you know do the same thing over and over again. Maybe he'd really dig it. And there's no easy entry point to that game. Like I like I said, I put a hundred hours in that game and I, he we started playing together. I'm like I don't even know where you are. I don't know where I am. I don't know how we get to the same place. Okay, we're in the same place. I don't know what our quests are. I don't know how to get no, more quests. Like a game is just. It's impenetrable. Yep. So yeah, man there. I think it's gonna keep going, but I don't understand why I think I think that's the long and short of it. So I agree. All right, let's talk about cheap free games. There is a lot of them. So Brace yourself first one is right is terraforming Mars good
1: So actually I kind of wish Dylan was here for this one um, The board game that this is based on is probably mine and my like group of board gaming friends favorite board game
0: Interesting <laughs> it is-
1: amazingly well good and i was curious if dylan had played it yet because it is
0: super do, you, do you want to tell me about because the the like the description of the epic store which is where this is free right now is not good uh um, like like listen to the description it's terrible no. in terraforming bars you control a corporation with a certain profile like I, I play project cards build up production place your cities and green areas on the map and race for milestones and awards like i Actively do not want to play that video game. <laughs> okay, so
1: let, uh, I'll give you a quick uh, two minute uh, the elevator pitch on Terraforming Mars. So you are, you play a corporation. Of a certain profile. Is coming. <laughs> of a certain profile. This corporation has certain attributes that other corporations don't. Like the one I like the most are really good at solar farming. Interesting. Um, another corporation is good at deep space mining. So every corporation does something different. The goal of the game is to terraform Mars. Now it's a cooperative game. So you land oh. on Mars and it's not terraformed at all. So the goal is to build up your water level, your oxygen level, and water, oxygen, and there's one Atmosphere. more. Atmosphere? Um, Air? No, that's the oxygen. Oh, yeah, right, Oxygen. Uh, oxygen, water, and one more. And I can't remember anything. So anyways, there's three things. And once you get to 100% on uh one or two of them the game ends and then you collect up all the points you made along the way which are the milestones like hey you founded the first city on mars you planted the first tree on mars right so you get achievements as you're playing the game the game is cooperative in that you know the the group you're playing with is terraforming mars and you all win but the winner the most winner is the one with the most achievements and points <laughs> the most trees the most cities the most water planted on mars the most you know um the most deep space rocks mine and things like that um and all the while you know you have a deck of cards that either help you or hinder other people like you can steal stuff you know it's a it's a it's a cooperative but also hurtful it it's one of those cooperative that
0: uh Competitive games, you know,
1: yeah, Yeah, like you're yeah competitive so you're working towards the same goal, but the whole game is the, the game the board game especially is so well balanced that it's like a two hour really tight super fun game and the whole time you are doing nothing but racing, you know, like in a lot of other games board games especially the longer ones i'll be sitting there you know i'll be on my phone while the other guys are
0: taking their turns or whatever
1: in terraforming mars i'm like oh my god i've got to watch everything to see what people are doing so i can either build off of what they're doing i can sabotage what they're doing or make my next turn and it is the board game is super good and the 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 computer game which i haven't played because i have the board game um, but i assume is just as good and
0: free uh, So pick it up.
1: Sorry, that was a huge.
0: That sounds really fun. I wish I had board game friends. That sounds great. I need board board game friends. Uh, Yeah, let's see. Maybe we can make that happen. Uh, Coming to Xbox Game Pass uh, now. Uh, we've got Loot River coming out literally today. If you're listening today somehow, like, I mean, I think that means you're, like, outside my window, like, listening. Because this podcast will not be released today. Um, you can get Loot River right now on console. Uh, tomorrow, oh, sorry, May 5th, you can get Citizen Sleeper on console. And Trek to Yomi on console and PC. And um, probably FIFA 22 um, and probably battlefield 2048 i don't i don't know if either of those have been confirmed yet but both of them are like both of them have the badging for game pass um so they think those are those are probably coming out I, I don't believe they've actually been confirmed but probably be able to grab both of them i'm actually kind of excited about fifa i like giving the new fifa uh go every once in a while uh may 10th we've got UDn chronicle rising coming to console uh, this War of Mine final cut is coming May tenth, probably. Um, this War of Mine is a very cool, like anti-war game. Absolutely worth worth playing. Um, quite sad, as I recall, though. Um, Headspace Shipbreaker is coming to PC May twenty fourth. That game is supposed to be very good. It just won a BAFTA, maybe. I think. Um, supposed to be pretty cool. Uh, and then, so we can make fun of Tim on this podcast, right?
1: We could make fun of Tim. So, poor Tim. I feel like Tim bad. is
0: one of Mike and Hans's oldest, bestest friends. We've known each other for, oh, I don't even know, 15, 18 years at this point. Super great guy. Really love him. Um, ex game dev, like, knows, knows more about video games than I've probably, like, he's probably forgotten more than I know because he's also very, very old. And by old, I mean he's like 50. <laughs> but, but for someone who's only 45, ancient. Um, it's like when you're. It's like when your six year old calls you old when you're 28. <laughs> um, but uh, super great guy. And today he came into our Discord. And was like, oh, I just, I just purchased Sniper Elite Five. I'm like, that's cool, Tim. Um, don't you have Game Pass? He's like, I just bought Sniper Elite Five. It's like the first game I've pre-purchased in I don't even know years. We're like, that's cool, Tim. But don't you have Game Pass? He's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, Sniper Elite Five is is coming to Game Pass day and date. And he's like, the same day it's released. I'm like, yep. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: hopefully he was able. To yeah, hopefully back. he was
0: able to cancel that. But anyway, Sniper Elite Five coming to console on PC May 26. I've never played any game in that series, but uh, I've heard. He loves yeah, him. I, my kid loves them. Uh, my Colby loves them. So like Michael. my Colby, I was gonna say my brother, and then be, uh, every once in a while someone's like, "Oh my gosh, you and Colby are brothers." I'm like, "We look identical and we sound identical." Like people when they first when he came on the podcast, they were like, "We don't know which one of you he is." Like well. You know, so yes, we are in fact brothers. I think I've said that before. So if you've missed that, brothers Hans and I not brothers, but we we do share a lot of attributes, like male pattern baldness. So, um, but we also share that with Colby so. <laughs> and, and 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 Tim. <laughs> uh, and Richard. Richard. There's there's a lot of not hairy guys. Well, I'm not going to say that. A lot of guys without hair on their heads in that uh, in that in this podcast and in our Discord. Uh, finally, I, man, things are going off the rails. Um, we, oh, wow. we we need someone else as our third. <laughs> once we can't keep it together. Uh, Pac-Man Museum Plus, console on PC, May 27th. I believe that's the new one that has the not Mrs. Pac-Man where she's wearing ha- boots or high heels or one or the other and... No, no bow I, weird i p problems. That's what I'm saying uh, sure it's uh, it's weird, but I guess that's what happens when you sell things and license things. Sometimes things go awry uh xbox gold this month uh right now you can get yuko's yuko island express yuko's island express i'll say that seven times and say i'm all wrong which is a terrific game love that it's about six hours long you play a dung beetle who somehow has been roped into uh being the postmaster for an island um it's got a cool pinball aesthetic very 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 good really like that game uh, the Inner World, The Last Wind Monk, which is a game I've never heard of, but it's got a okay title, so I guess we'll we'll roll with that. Uh, Hydro Thunder Hurricane and Viva Piñata Party Animals uh, round out that for the rest of the month. So um, Viva Piñata is interesting. Yugo's Island Express, very good, highly recommended. There, uh, PlayStation Plus will just confirm what we said last week. These are. Uh, actually coming as opposed to last week where we said they were probably coming. Uh, FIFA 22 for the PS5 and PS4 which is actually a pretty good indication that is actually coming to Game Pass. Uh, Tribes of Midgard coming to the PS5 and PS4 and Curse of the Dead Gods coming to the PS4. Um, The last games I believe coming to PlayStation Now before it flips over to the new and improved PlayStation Now Plus Ultra or whatever it's called. Uh, Norto Shippundan? Ultimate Ninja. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. No, it's not Naruto. There's no I, so it's Norto Shippuden. I guess Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. Um, I if you haven't played the first three, you're probably not going to be able to catch up. Uh, Soul Caliber Four and uh, Blasphemous. I played ba- Blasphemous as packs. That game's pretty fun. Hard though. Uh, the humble bundle Jurassic Bundle is uh the new. You know the the like build-your-own-dinosaur-park, Jurassic Park games. It's those. Uh, So you get uh, Jurassic World Evolution, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's see if I can count seven DLCs for it. Um, And then 50% off of Jurassic World Evolution 2, if you want that, Uh, all for the low price of $12. This is a pretty good deal. Um, I've actually heard that game's quite good if you're into... Jurassic Park and, and Park Builders. So check that out over at the Humble Store. And then, well, almost finally, uh, Prime Gaming has, uh, which is obviously part of Amazon Prime, so all you need is an Amazon Prime membership to get these games for free. And you can get Dead Space 2, which I have not played, but I think Colby just played fairly recently, Says so it's very good. Hans gives it his thumbs up. Uh, the Curse of Monkey Island.
1: That whole series. It's
0: super good, good yeah. Uh, the Crystal Monkey Island, which I assume Hans will also give a thumbs up to. They are making a new one of those, and I am very excited with series uh, co creator um, Ron Gilbert. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Dude, who just, if, man, speaking of which, if you've not played Thimbleweed Park, which was his last game, that game is yeah, 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 super yeah. good um out of line which i've never heard of mail mole plus express deliveries which i also never heard of um cat quest i have not played the first one but the second one is great um I, the only reason i haven't played the first one is because uh it is not co-op brooke and i played cat quest 2 and it is co-op and it's the last game that i've 100 percented and it was probably <coughs> i don't know when the the game before that i 100 was but that game's terrific um, and Shattered Tale of the Forgotten King. I uh, For just a second there, I almost said Forgotten Frog, and I don't know where that came from. Um, I guess. Uh, and in other Steam-related news, um, Bethesda, for some reason, is giving away some video games. Um, they added five uh, classic titles to Steam, and uh, three of these are free. So they added Elder Scrolls Arena, which we talked about earlier, uh, the Elder Scrolls 2 Daggerfall, the Elder Scrolls Adventures Redguard, and an Elder Scrolls Legend spire and Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, uh, all to Steam. And uh, Elder Scrolls Arena and Daggerfall are free, along with Wolfenstein Enemy Territory. Uh, so you can just go to Steam, grab those for free. um Daggerfall, I remember when it came out was like the biggest of deals like it was it was a huge like i remember at the time like literally the marketing was the map is the same scale size as england and i'm like cool but why <laughs> yeah i another one that at the time i owned a pc but did not um have the PC to play it. I remember. So when I worked at Software, cetera, they had this like employee purchase program that was like this really loosey, weird thing where they would kind of round up deals from different developers and like just kind of mail you out to them. But this is like, I mean the internet existed. Like I worked there between 94 and 97, 93 and 97. And like the internet existed, but it was not like the internet was today. You didn't go online and buy stuff in 1996. Um, And so like they would send you these paper forms and you'd like photocopy them and say how many of these games you wanted and you'd mail them to them and then they would mail it back, but they were super cheap. Like oftentimes you could get them for free or like 10 bucks. And I remember calling Bethesda to see like what their deal was and like getting a hold of someone at the time. Like, I remember, I wish I could remember who it was, but it was so many years ago. But in, in like time since, I like looked him up and he was like one of the like lead developers or the like the, you know, the, the creative lead for, for Daggerfall and just like the nicest, sweetest, most cool guy. And I just, I said that I remember that. I remember I think say, saying to him was that you know I, I bet you guys have sold a lot of ram these days because that game I think at the time it required 8 megs of ram and most people only had 4 <laughs> and him just like thinking that was the most hilarious thing ever because you know whatever but it uh very very cool game from what I remember you you've actually played it so I guess you could yeah Oh yeah um that whole line was really good man. I've never played Wolfenstein Enemy Territory either but um I've read a bunch of things lately. It said like the multiplayer on that is just incredible. Um, like it's got just some really good, like good, good stuff, good AI, good interesting things. So three bucks, give it a give it a or free bucks, I guess. Three games for free bucks, free. But anyway, zero dollars. Go go grab some games off Steam and like uh, grab them soon in case it was a mistake. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right, we are. Kind of reaching the end here, but we've got some we've got some troll corners here. All right, um, we alluded earlier to Activision Blizzard. Maybe they may have had some some problems, like small ones. Um, just you know, a like couple lawsuits that maybe you've heard of. Um, you know, you may have heard that allegedly their CEO's a dirtbag. You know those things. Um, anyway, they've got a new, um, this isn't a lawsuit yet. It's just an unfair labor charge, um, alleging that the publisher told employees they shouldn't discuss their working conditions in digital channels such as Slack and maybe not talk about how much they make. Um, and like, just in case you weren't aware, there, Your employer cannot tell you not to discuss your salary with other people. It is federally protected under a bunch of, of things. So, like, go ahead and do that. Like, it's, it's about the only way that, I mean, like, it is very, very, very important, um, especially if you want um, equality between men and women in jobs. Because women often get paid significantly less for doing the same job because... <sighs> Everything sucks. That, I think that's the right word. And the only way to make that more fair is to actually discuss your salaries with your coworkers. Um, your your boss will not like it, but they cannot stop you from doing it. Uh, you know, and if they fire you for it, then you get yourself a new company after you sue them out of oblivion. Um,
1: As a uh, state employee, ours are public for everybody. So that's
0: and, and that's absolutely the way it should be. Also, man, put put salaries in your job descriptions, like. Oh my god, wouldn't that be god. nice? There's nothing worse than like Negotiable. like doing all the the you know crap around doing a job and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, we want to pay you $40,000 less than you make now." And I'm like, "Well, why are we both here then? We've just both wasted an hour." Uh, anyway, 100%. Agree. <sighs> Actors in Blizzard get your
1: <sighs> everybody should get Yeah. That
0: together. Yeah. Yeah. But this is just just another just another uh, cool cool piece in their hat um and we're gonna end up with uh we'll end this out with yours and mine and hans's favorite thing nfts because everyone loves the blockchain um reggie uh reggie Phil me uh the ex-president of nintendo of america has really has really wishes that there was a way for him to share his island or sell his island I guess, in uh, Animal Crossing on the blockchain. So he really thinks that, that the best way for other people to be able to visit his island would be by selling it as an NFT on the blockchain as opposed to... Just other people coming to visit him. Or, I mean, like, I don't mean to say some crazy things here, but I believe he was president of Nintendo when this game came out. It seems like he could have just said, like, you know what would be cool is if we could just share islands. Like, I could give you my island, you give me yours, we could share it on a code, it could be free. But instead, no. Let's get those islands on the blockchain, because there's nothing like actually cutting down trees on actual islands um, in order to share fake digital islands. His
1: question ends with there. Are some games I've invested 300 hours in, and when I'm ready to move on to something else, wouldn't it be great to monetize what I've built? No. I want to I I won't, but boy I'd like to. I
0: just don't do, do you really want to make video games your job? Because I play video games to escape from my job. I don't
1: I remember people back in Star Wars Galaxies and, uh, oh, uh, Ultima Online would make real world money doing that. And like that was, they would, I mean, selling digital currency in real real life money. I mean, I
0: get it. But like every time I've taken a hobby that I love and tried to make it into something that I can make money from, I end up hating my hobby. Like I, I, I was a photographer for a very long time as a hobby and anytime you get even remotely good at something someone says like dude have you have you thought about selling those and so me and Colby started our own photography business and like I didn't take pictures for like a year after I moved because I was just like I don't I don't want to process pictures ever again you know I I did a wedding right before I left it was an eight-hour wedding I took 6,500 pictures and like you know i like i didn't even want to think about photography f- after that and like we weren't making any real money and you're not going to make any real money selling your stupid you know animal crossing island either you're just going to you're just going to make yourself sad like and to be frank like exactly like it is with with world of warcraft farming like the people who make money doing that aren't people in this country it's people where the cost of living is nothing and so you know working for two dollars an hour makes a ton of sense because two dollars an hour is a lot in your local currency two dollars an hour here like sure you can say well i you know i would i'd be playing the game anyway i wouldn't be getting paid for it but i guarantee you you're not gonna play the games the same way like you're gonna be doing some weird mid maxing that you wouldn't have done otherwise you're gonna be decorating your your house in order to fit the you know aesthetic of what games are selling right now instead so of just having a good time playing video games just
1: Just have a good time playing
0: video games games and don't try and make money off of. Like, if you want to, I guess if you if you really want to make money playing video games, I guess stream it. Like, there's some money to be made there, I suppose, and at least you're. But even then, like, you hear about streamers that like, well, I can't, you know, I can't go on vacation because I, you know, lose people, or I can only play Fortnite because it's all people want to. Like, just have hobbies, people. You don't need to. Like, I know that this is a country where we've got to be talking about our side hustles constantly, but like. Just just play video games because they're fun, because this is stupid and terrible for the environment. Like just absolutely breathtakingly stupid for the environment. So anyway I don't know how we got so many stupid <laughs> things this week there's on. No there was there's no good news in this entire <laughs> podcast <laughs> I have to come on with Dead Cells getting accessibility features that was good news that was good news and being able to play Morrowind with my friends that's good news um, and I, I don't think Embracer group buying Square Enix is good or bad news that's that's to be seen news
1: no it's it's certainly bad news because then Square Enix is going to invest 300 million in nf God ah, damn it <sighs> keep forgetting the bad part
0: there. <sighs> oh well. Um <laughs> you should go out to uh the uh, our our Facebook page right now and look at the we posted a a drawing that a dude off of Reddit did. Um and uh, it shows all the, the different companies that Embracer Group owns. Um, but one of my friends uh, commented on it. He said, the thing that I really like most about it is uh, when I look at Ubisoft and realize that there's not an ounce of creativity in the way they name their studios or the logos they use for their studios. <laughs> they all have the same logo. Or their studios. Yes, Ubisoft Toronto, Ubisoft Bucharest, Ubisoft Philippines, Ubisoft Berlin. They're all just Ubisoft in the name of where they're located, and they all use the exact same logo. <laughs> Uh, except Ubisoft Reflections which has a cool like I don't know windmill for theirs. Anyway, Ubisoft they I think he, I believe what he said is their game their logos are ima- as are as imaginative as their their games are. So womp womp. All right, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can uh, follow us on social media at uh, facebook and i guess twitter for now and instagram.com slash bite me podcast um we'll see how that goes uh you can join our discord at uh, bite me slash discord and if you come both hans and i might be there um, i'm probably there at yeah the same it, it time could be even. crazy and i mean as you heard today who, who knows what we're talking about so um crazy stuff, stuff. you can join our patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast you can join our extra life team or donate to our extra life team at bite me podcast.com slash extra life it's all on you Hans. i think that was good